Hello, and welcome to the Pipeline Project Podcast. This past week, I had the opportunity to sit down with Chris Johnson, the University Minister at Sunset Church of Christ, and ask him some of the simplest yet toughest questions I could think of for a Christian. His answers really made me think and really encouraged me this week, and I want to share that interview with you now. Thanks so much for uh, being willing to sit down and discuss these questions. Kind of want to start out with what's your past experience with the church as far as an official capacity? Thanks a lot, Keegan. I appreciate you having me on here, by the way. Um, yeah, so uh, just church in general, ministry experience, is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I began working with the church at age 19 when I was an AIM student in Glasgow, Scotland. Worked with the church there in the Castle Milk community in Glasgow. Um, did that for a while, came back, worked with Crescent Park and Littlefield for a while, and then Sudan Church of Christ, I became their youth minister. Uh, this is going back to about 1998. I uh, was a youth minister there for a while until about 2002. Um, then became a missionary in Mexico. We planted a church there in Mexico. Um, came back, worked with the congregation, was their preacher in Shawnee, Oklahoma. And now I am the college minister here at Sunset. So been a long journey of ministry um, going on about 25 years. So, but um, yeah. It's been good. Awesome. Well, yeah, that is a, a ton of experience. So I wanted to to kind of set that up to uh, kind of introduce these next questions because that that kind of brings a uh, a level of perspective that I think some people lack just because of lack of uh, ministry experience and whatnot. And I'd love to get your your input on these. Sure. sure. So uh, first question, kind of a broad one, but but definitely a, a big one. Who is God to you? Yeah. I- I appreciate, by the way, you sent me these questions about an hour ago, and I really appreciate you sending them to, because they're they're so um, they're so simple. And I just think about this in life sometimes that that the simpler things or the more complicated. And this is a really um, to me this is a really complicated question to ask. But um, but God to me, if I were to really sum up who God is to me, uh, I would say God is Creator. He is Lord. He is Jesus. Um, When I see Jesus and who Jesus is, that is God. Um, God, of course, is the Father in heaven. Of course, he is the Spirit, uh, but his glory is best made known in Jesus. So so I really connect to Jesus as a person um, and how uh, how I view God, how I perceive God. Um, comes through the lens of Jesus. Um, so I'd say those three pieces, the creator, the the um, the Lord of my life, and of course, Jesus, um, are the kind of the big pieces to the puzzle that I see. Mm. And your foundation is uh, is pretty firm, but even now, do you ever, you know, do you ever doubt that he's there? Oh, yeah. In fact, this is... You know, I felt kind of bad because I th- I saw these questions. And I thought, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna really look terrible on these questions. But uh, yeah, I, I question God all the time. I question His existence. Um, I question His um, His presence in the world. There's some things that are really hard for me to wrap my head around um, when I see um, probably the probably the easiest thing 
that that I really struggle with, or the most the most common thing to struggle with, is when when life just seems cruel. Um, when you see someone who's been praying, someone who uh, has just everything's kind of falling apart in the world. Um, to me, that's when it's easy to question God. Uh, it's easy for me to question God at times with the church, um, the way the church functions, the way the church. Just just being honest here. When I see um, negativity in the church, when I see uh, corruption in the church, it causes me to question God. It does. Um, but yeah, I question God a lot. I, I think that's probably pretty common. And uh, what faith is all about, to be honest with you, the people people have doubts, people have questions. But um, you know, you just keep going and mm-hmm. and you try to try to figure that out, try to make sense of that. Yeah, for sure. But I. I... I gather that, you know, you always have doubts, but eventually you kind of come back to being, being sure a time of, uh, of mm-hmm. assuredness and, and his existence and whatnot. Yeah. So when you come back to those, to those times, like, and the things that you believe about God, how do you know that what you believe and understand about God is true? Yeah. Well, there's a few things I think I would say. One of them is just, and I think probably most people who, who, are really convicted would probably come down to this is the alternative to God, I think is very um, bleak. It's a very bleak concept. Um, You know, for me, God is easy most of the time as far as believing in him. I look at the creation. I I can't get past the creation. I I am a creationist through and through. Um, It's hard enough for me to randomly accomplish anything and to see all of the beauty of this world and think it randomly came to be. Uh, We have enough YouTube videos on the internet of explosions to see that nothing good can come from that. Nothing good can come from randomness. Um, And yet here we have amazing things. When you just look at the complexity of the human systems, you look at um, symbiotic relationships between plants and animals you look at um, the fact that every every species has a male and female to cope to to uh, produce. Those things are just uh, statistically impossible to have without a creator. And so, the creation for me is is a big one. Um, I think the Word of God is it's thrilling and it's it's a mystery in and of itself. I, I personally believe nobody in their right mind would ever write the Bible. <laughs> and, and the reason I say that is because it's so blunt and so honest. Um, you know, you just, you come back and you think, if I were writing, if I were trying to fake the Bible, I probably wouldn't include the kind of stories that are included in the Bible, like stories about God's children rejecting him or God's apostles murdering him. Um those kind of stories would be left out. Uh, there's, I heard a, a, a preacher the other day, Timothy Keller, talking about um, Jesus spent his ministry after his resurrection, and he was going around and and um, performing miracles. And it said some of them didn't believe. And Timothy Keller said, "Why would this be included in the scriptures?" And his response was, "Because it's true. That's the only reason why you'd have a, a passage that would say." After the resurrection of Jesus, um, people still didn't believe. After the resurrection of Jesus and miracles, people still had doubts. Is because 
uh, those things are included because they're true. And that, and I think that's what's amazing about the Bible. So, yeah, I just I can't get around it. Of course, uh, in my own life, I've seen what I would call proof. And some of that's as simple as the birth of my children. And it's as complex as um, answered prayers in really odd situations. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand how God works or why God works the way he does. But I definitely believe he works. And uh, so, yeah, God is real, very real to me. Well, and that kind of leads to, to the next question I had. Um, with him being real and everything, why, as simple as this, as this may come across, but it's so foundational, why are you a Christian? Um, well, that's it's like all these questions, it's very broad. Um, I'm a Christian because I was born into Christianity. Um, I'm a Christian because my parents taught me Christianity. Uh, I'm a Christian because I have seen the other options and they, they don't make sense to me. Um, Buddhism to me is selfish. Islam to me is, um, I, I, I hurt for Islam. I hurt for the people who, um, who question that, that they will ever be in heaven and are desperate for the grace of God. Um, the, yeah, Christianity, I, and I've converted to Christianity in my own way many times. I mean, I, I started off as a child and, um, and did what I was called to do um, to become a Christian as a, as a child, 12, and um, have had multiple crises of faith over and over and over again that just bring me closer to God, I think, cause me to kind of have to cross this, um, this new, there's usually a new boundary that I have to power through. And, um, and the most recent one, I think for me is truly trying to be a disciple. What does it mean to be a disciple? Um, growing up, I always saw that discipleship was the step after salvation and I'm learning as I read the Great Commission, um, other passages of Scripture, I'm learning that discipleship is pre-salvation. And um, so that's a big deal to me. I'm, I'm learning what it is to become a disciple of Jesus and, and to have a personal walk with God, to, to go to church and to read my Bible, not because I, I'm supposed to do it, but because that's what it is to connect to a person, um, the person of, of Jesus, the person of God. So those are those are a lot of the journeys that I've been on in my Christian walk. And I really love what you said about uh, kind of coming back to it. it. It's it's something that it sounds like you, you you don't take it lightly. It's not that you were just brought up in the church, and so that's why you're a Christian. You're you're a Christian because you constantly question it, and you constantly still come back to well, this is this is the only way that I can that I can follow that makes sense. Yeah, I don't do fake well. <laughs> I just, I don't do fake well. I, you know, I came to some, some grips a long time ago that if I was going to, if I were going to be part of this, I was going to be all in. And, um, and yeah, I'm all in, I'm all in on multiple levels. Um, and anytime something is thrown in my way that challenges that, um, I either break through it or I give up and I've not given up yet. So I've had to break through a lot of different, uh, walls. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You've talked about, mentioned struggles. Uh, do you feel like 
during those dark times, um, when you're going through those, do you feel like God is there? Oh, yeah. I know he's there. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that I've been through has made me better for today. I mean, there's no question about that. I don't just say that to say all things work together for the good. Yeah, I believe that. But I don't see anything in my life that hasn't made me a better person. And I hope that I never feel like that's not true. Mm-hmm. Do you see any evidence in your life of uh, God using you and working through you? Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. That's my that's my life. I know God's in my life. I know God's working in my life. Um, I can see evidence. Yeah. Um, sometimes there are little teeny tiny things, little victories, little accomplishments, accomplishments with sin, accomplishments with addiction. Um Accomplished so some little ones, you know. I've seen people that I've worked with who are more faithful than I am, uh, more committed than I am. Yeah, and then and then huge, huge, huge victories as well. You know, watching my daughter go and do mission work, things like that. That's all really, really special to me. Uh, my son, he's got a. Uh, my son is the theologian. And my daughter is the missionary and they're both just deep and rich in their faith. And, um, and that's true of others that I've invested in that, that I can honestly say that they have surpassed me so by so much. Um, but God still uses me. And that's, what's crazy about it is like, he's used me in spite of a lot of junk and a lot of mistakes. He's still working, which is exciting because I think the best version of me is, um, is still yet to come, which is cool to me. Mm. Well, and I, I love that, um, that you're just, you're just real. And I, I love your, your real answers. And, um, that, that's part of the reason why I wanted to, was so excited to sit down with you and, and yeah. discuss this. Thank you. I have uh, one more question for you. If you had to give one reason as to why you follow Christ, I, I know you, you kind of, we, we discussed this already, but, if you had to give just one reason to someone who might be on the fence about Christianity, maybe not sure if it's really something they should even, um, even, even give time for, even give an attempt at, what would be that one reason for you always coming back to Christ and being a Christian? That's a really hard question. I don't think I made it to the end of this list when I was, <laughs> when I was looking at the list. I think I got caught up on the first question. I didn't, I didn't make it all the way down here. Um, at this stage of my life, I would probably say, come meet the man who told me everything I ever did. You know, come meet the man who who sees through me. Come meet the man who um, who made me fearfully and wonderfully. I just think about David saying, um, you know me, you know when I get up, when I lie down, you know me. And, and such things are too great for me. They're too grand for me. Um, I'm just fascinated by this idea that God knows me deeply on a level that I don't even know myself. And um, I think that message appeals to a world where people are way deep in trying to figure out who they are with assessments and with degrees and with, you know, just just things we read, blogs and things that we post on Facebook and and whatever people are into, you you just go back and you see people trying to figure themselves out, you know, do DNA uh, research, whatever it is, try to figure myself out. 
And here's the one who knows me. He knows me more than anyone else. Um, I think about Nathaniel seeing Jesus and, and um, Jesus spotting him and saying, I know you. And, and, um, and then saying, and I'll show you greater things than this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taken up, I'm taken away by the, by the Jesus who knows me. And I would say that to anybody, anybody, I would say, Hey, can I introduce you to the one who knows you better than you know yourself and can expose your purpose, your value, your identity, your worth, uh, all of those things, all the things we're looking for. He can give you those things. So that's what I'd say. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Chris, for sitting down with me and uh, discussing this with me. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast and I'm excited about y'all's podcast. I just think it's so cool. Thank you again, Chris, for your time and for being willing to share your faith like that. If you have a certain topic you would like to hear covered, want to share some thoughts about the show, or just want to say hi, email us at pipelineproject2019 at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have it delivered right to your device and watch for future episodes released on Sundays. See you next time, and thanks for listening.